Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. It's me, Nick, and I'm here with Mike and Keegan. Hello, hello. How's it going? It is going great. Fresh off of three rounds of Legion yesterday. I'm uh, pretty tired because I don't have the <laughs> stamina to play three games of Legion anymore today, so I got to fix that for Nova. Yeah. But uh, we're going to have to prepare for, uh, yeah. prepare for a long montage. tournament. Training a bit montage about Nova, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's absolutely a personal issue. <laughs> uh, I need to spend less time painting and more time like exercising. You need a, you need one of those sit stand desks, paintball standing. There you I go. Fucking do, yeah. But I stand all day at work. There's no way I would die. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> I just not... wouldn't paint anything anymore. <laughs> I would just not get any painting done anymore if I couldn't that's sit fair. to it. That's fair. Um, Me too. But, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, so that was fun. Um, uh, how are you guys? Mike, feel I pretty saw good. You yesterday. Yeah, you, you two hang out together. Um, I've gotten, I've gotten, I feel like I'm actually at a regular cadence of Legion now. We've, we've worked know, out kind of some schedule stuff. Games and stuff. It's great. Yeah, I get to, I, I get to play pretty much every Thursday, and uh, uh, I feel I even played some TTS in the last couple of few weeks um, with you guys. We played again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, both of you. Um, Did we? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was in the last sometime in the last two weeks. Uh, it was. Oh, it was the it was the last time you played droids. <laughs> oh yeah, the last time I played droids. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, yes, the uh, of the Cadmus. Would, yeah. would, would I talk? Would I talk to you out of quitting Legion on the spot by switching off of droids? <laughs> uh, yeah, it hasn't helped. <laughs> no, I, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, going going pretty well. Heading off. Got a little beach trip this week. My wife's birthdays this week so we're going down for that but uh less than two weeks till i get on a plane to go to texas for lso so we're gonna we're gonna see if all this training <laughs> and thinking's paying off whoa yeah yeah whoa. i was just kind of like planning out my calendar last week for the month to make sure i had everything in order and i was like oh yeah we have to go to texas in a couple weeks <laughs> <laughs> i forgot that was coming up i won't be going to texas but i'll be going to a tournament in maryland at critical hit games nice on Saturday, nice. I'm very excited. I'm excited to go play in a tournament that I don't have to run. It's great. That that has got to be a huge, huge relief. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to bring the tables. You don't have to build them. Well, I'll probably bring like one or two, but let somebody else do it. I yeah, <laughs> here's a bin. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a snack. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't I wouldn't be under such pressure to start if like our the game store didn't close at nine on Saturday. Like we literally have like nine and a half hours to get through three oh, rounds and if you want to have a lunch break you need to start at like 11 30 like you gotta start yeah so yeah but uh i'm looking forward to playing more legion i had a lot of fun yesterday even though i'm like paying for it today <laughs> dragging my feet but we uh we got our uh all our battle forces informations we did we'll talk about those like a little bit today week. yep <laughs> and it looks nope. like people are starting to see shipping notifications for swoop bikes which seems like uh i didn't even know they were i thought they were august but i guess they're this month that's cool yeah it's coming fast i don't even know i I don't know how many i'm buying do i I got a pre-order i I went pre-order i pre-ordered two um i figure that's the because my my store had my my, the current round of pre-orders is all the battle force boxes that are coming out in what august september september october something like that uh, sure. Din and the IG droids and the swoop bikes, and I I got one each of the of Din and the IG droids, of course, and then 
was like, oh, let's make it two swoop bikes. See what I love. I love like the characters. Like when they release characters like yeah. expansions, because like that's less I have to paint. It's like that's oh, true. we got to paint one million now. <laughs> I'll so, tell you why. I think too. one of the main reasons I got to um, speaking of painting is we got some previews of like the the different head options, and I think there's four different possible heads. Which means if I get two boxes of swoop bikes, I can have one of each head. I have seen that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll. I mean. Let's be real. I'll eventually get three because you can run three in Shadow Collective. So yeah. without, yeah. So it's like I'll want to run three so that I yeah. can like do at least one time like terrorize everybody with the A five and the the uh, hey I I yell at you real loud pilot when I'm close by and give you some oh, pressure yeah, yeah, and then yeah. overrun <laughs> and you know displace and because you can displace with speeders if it's a compulsory yeah. move it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm excited. I'm sure I'm excited for all that. Seems fun. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing the uh, a, a Shadow Collective army that's based a lot around the Raiders groups, the A5 and the Sloops and other stuff. I'm just yeah. I'm just transposing the the Reavers from the Firefly uh, series <laughs> onto, <laughs> onto that experience. Yeah, I've heard people say that before too, but I don't. Oh really? I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah, know I that. Want to be original? So, no, it might have even been yeah. you in another like timeline. I don't know. Oh, another time. Or just another episode. Yeah. yeah. Might have been another episode. <laughs> I feel like I would have remembered that, but we have a, my brain. we've done a few episodes yeah. of this podcast so far. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So we'll talk a little bit more about battle forces. We've got some events that cover, and then we're going to do uh, uh, some recaps from mm-hmm. the tourney and, and other stuff. And then uh, another episode of uh, help Keegan win Nova with uh Hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of new crazy stuff coming. <laughs> what what have we not thought of yet? <laughs> what? Yeah. And how can you react to it? We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Panic. Uh, you can't. I think. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. <laughs> can do attitude. Can do attitude. Positivity. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the I'm here for the can do attitude. Can do um, attitude. Positivity. Yeah. All right. So we've got. We'll talk in detail about the battle forces, but it is worth out. I just stabbed myself with an exact knife. <gasps> Damn it! He's being um, attacked at his desk, folks. <laughs> I need I need to stop. I need to stop fidgeting with tools in front of me at a hobby table. That's I need to go find a fidget spinner instead of. I now yeah. understand why those are better. Um, oh, that's what we need on our Teespring store. They need to introduce fidget spinners that we can put oh, our geez. podcast logo on. Oh our my pocket, god! Actually, our logo would look pretty cool spinning. I th- our I logo looks really good on that hat I was wearing yesterday. Everybody, it does look really good on that. Oh, hat. Man, I got my I got yeah. my pretty great hat, um, and it looks awesome. And I yeah. was wearing it yesterday, and I it was not contributing to the amount of sweating I was doing. <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> it makes, not the reason. Like a like a bad Legion Santa. Oh man! But I got to milady all day. <laughs> I got to be the meme that I want to be. <laughs> I had so much fun. That's awesome. It's a, it's a good look. It works. It's a good look. It's just ridiculous. I agree. Oh, it's it's 100% ridiculous. The shirt looked good too. I I'm really good. happy yep. we went with the, you know, little little logo in the corner. You can yeah. get your you can get your shirt, your hat at dlegion99podcast.shop. Yep. Check it you out. Need that. Good plug. Yep. Good plug. Hey, I, that's it. That's the plug though. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, Battle Forces are print and play right now. So everything that we're talking about today, if you go to AtomicMassGames.com, I think that's the whole site. Yes. You've got the Star Wars Legion documents section down in the drop-down menu, and you've got links to each PDF for each Battle Force, mm-hmm. uh, which includes print and play for the special cards that we'll be talking mm-hmm. about. So 
for anyone who doesn't already and know, go check that out. Clear, those are legal now. Yeah, and to be clear, yes, they're legal now. And printing those cards out makes that makes that card 100% legit. There so if you're if you're questioning whether or not like you have to buy a Battle Force box to get these mm-hmm. cards, yep. no. You will nope. not have to do that. You can print these cards out. This will be legal at any tournament, anywhere, yep. any level. Yeah. So and you don't, there was, you don't there's a little bit of ambiguity like... there. Some people are yeah. asking. So. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Some um, people have been like, "Oh, well, I'm 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 eventually going to have to buy the box to get the cards." Oh, like, yeah. No, no, no. Nope, just print true. them. Put them yep. in a sleeve. In front, I would just put them in like a sleeve in front of another command card. Yep. If it's a clear yep. sleeve, if it's not a clear sleeve, do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, I'd do it in front of another command card. I, I just went through and cleaned up a lot of my, like, excess card and card storage stuff. It's True. I have Ziploc bags full of so many different cards. So, yeah, I have get like it. 35 assaults. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I have uh, one of, I have one drawer. My, like, paint desk area is, like, one drawer is, like, Legion stuff that, like, I probably won't ever use, and it's mostly tokens and cards. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like... I organize every once in a while, and then I'm like, man, I got to stop buying order tokens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not, enough. now that we have uh, now that we have the Battle Forces, uh, Force Orgs. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, the only thing I'll say about, uh, yeah, I, so Opaque Sleeve, some other car, same size card just to give it the rigidity so it's not you know, painfully obvious that you're playing one of those. Yeah. Uh, when you're mostly for your own secrecy reasons, I'd say uh, would be my advice. And then just, just fill it in, just print, print those out and there and you're good to go. Uh, also, I did figure out, we talked a while back about pre-ordering the original shadow collective stuff. And some of y'all did double boxes, double core sets because the value was, was there um, just on the surface <laughs> you get uh, instead of buying one of each of the, of the other boxes, uh, it was cheaper to just buy two core boxes. I realized the folly, the ex- extra folly uh, in my plan where I bought the core box and I bought one each of the expansions because each of those expansions came with uh, the three Shadow Collective uh, <laughs> yeah, cards. Now I have 12 copies of Ploy, yes. yada, yada, yes. yada. <laughs> so, yeah, I have, uh, I have six copies of each, I believe. Yeah. So if anyone, yeah, yeah. If anyone wants <laughs> seven, copies of Gar, of seven. comes with Gar Saxon too. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, uh, then yeah, I must have fifteen because of Gar. <laughs> absurd. <It's> absurd. <laughs> okay. uh, I hope. I, I hope. I hope they are to the uh, swoop bikes. <laughs> if anybody needs a copy of uh, those cards, yeah. let me know. Yeah. I can hook you up next time I see you. It's like you know, whatever. I can even sign it for you if you'd like. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. All right. That's enough about the generic or the general thing about Battle Forces. Let's talk some events. Mm-hmm. We got a events. big weekend of events coming up. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The July twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. There's a yeah, lot so of events going on. We've got the Lone Star open that weekend, like we mentioned. Uh, Keegan and I will be down there, and David over at Yavin Base is going to be live streaming it. So he did that right. last year. Um, I kind of co-casted that, but I'll be playing this time. <laughs> Looking forward uh, to having you on the on the, on the uh, floor. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, it'll be a long day, uh, four rounds if you're going to make it to the second day. So mm-hmm. hopefully you uh, get your comfortable shoes on. Yep. <laughs> uh, Nick's going to be in Maryland for Critical Hit Games, that event as well. Uh, we'll probably have a link or just reach out to any of us. Actually, that'll be easier. Um, we've got the link in our like local Discord group. So if you're interested, uh, we'll definitely be able to send you that Facebook group information. 
We've also got um, an event down in Florida that same weekend as well. So we've got three going on at the same time. Uh, I believe it's called From Meme to Menace. Um, so it's a I'm not sure why. story. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I mean, like this, is, we, this we've talked we've talked about this one uh, a little bit. This this is a great thirty man tournament. Uh, the the crew down there has has really been running some some excellent events. That they they have a wait list, but uh, their prize support is absolutely worth getting in on if you've got if you've got uh, the opportunity to get in there. Yes, if you go back to our episode, I think it's forty seven. Um, we have a link to their webpage where it has like all of the prize support that they do for the Florida events, and it's just freaking insane. So go ahead and check that out. I think that's Bear Chemist with Luminous Gaming, who uh, mm-hmm. who does a lot of the organizing there. They put on phenomenal events, and apparently there's going to be a Stabcaster there. So if you want some free Elo, just go play them. <laughs> All right, shots then fired. The end, then at the end of this, is it really a shot if it's true? And then at the end of the summer, <laughs> um, <laughs> the first weekend of September, we do have Nova, which is uh, as a reminder a Worlds qualifier. Uh, I think all three of us will be there for Nova. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll make that a meme. I don't know. Or it'll be a menace. We'll see. <laughs> it'll, yeah. Yeah, I'm no, that'll be a good. That'll be a good trip. To that one. Yeah, and they've been they recently opened up some waitlist spots, but they disappeared in the next like sixty minutes after they opened. Uh so hopefully we get some more in the near future for that. Um, because I know there's still some people waiting to uh to get their hands on a ticket. There's but always I'm sure gonna be there'll be tickets that pop open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially in that last like two week lead up where people are like, I actually have to pay for this flight. <laughs> and there Tickets is, tend to disappear. Yes, there is a TTO link for that, too, that you can find on the Legion right. Discord. I'll just point you there. Separate links for uh, both the in, uh, day one and day two heats. Yep. Only sign up if you've uh, if you're if you're registered for one of the heats and do not it's, sign up for both. Or yeah, you're not allowed to... to play in both heats. <laughs> Even if you say please, you're not allowed. Even if you pay them twice. That's yeah. not how this works. That's not how the force works. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> Can't Should we get into the battle forces? Let's do it. Yeah, man, let's do it. So at a high level, um, I think yeah, and the, these are covered pretty well in a, a lot of a lot of places across the Legion sphere right now. So I think we could probably get uh, what I'd love to do. I don't think we need to go through every little piece of them. Um, you want to hit on high level stuff and then talk about some kind of general thoughts that we have uh, about it. Which uh, which force do we want to start with today? Uh, let's start let, with. Let's- what do you what what do you have the saltiest reaction to? I want to get that out of the way first. Oh, okay. Um, echo base for sure. <laughs> echo base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All because right, it's fair. asinine, <laughs> <laughs> and like it showed up at our local event yesterday. And one of the nicest people I've ever met, I thought, was about to throw a chair at his opponent. <laughs> well, and yeah, then that's... as the second round started, his the next player's opponent who was playing Echo Force is like, I have no desire to play this. Why do I have to play this? <laughs> He ended up dropping yep. after that second game because he didn't want to play you go. It anymore. I, I was like, do you want to play asinine. a different list? I was like, you're 0-2. Like, I don't care. Like, if you want to play a different list in your third game, like, I really don't have a problem with that. Just tell me before pairings. Yeah, and he's so, like, like nah. He's like, I don't really have enough it. stuff with me. And I was like, okay. The guy who brought Echo Base? Or... Yeah. He knew it wasn't going to be fun. He was just, like, oh, okay. trying to be a dick. He was just like, <laughs> oh, I want to do this one time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> so... And we should probably talk about the detail of why why yeah. this list has this reaction. But sure. my so. preceding that, my my theory is, 
uh, what you just said is actually going to be the biggest deterrent to this thing becoming a problem. <laughs> is that like you're just going to like someone's going to get kicked in the nuts? <laughs> yeah, people. It's just not going to be fun to play as a list. Yeah. And and uh, I was I was going to think that having to buy four FDs and three vets was going to be deterrent. Uh, I think it'll be having to paint many, four small plastic FDs is going to be the deterrent. Oh yeah, no, that's I mean, that's, that sounds that absolutely miserable to me. <laughs> this one was terrible. Yeah. I was painting trying to, one. Trying to get and little super, details on those guys. <laughs> yeah, and that was back when I was really super into doing a great job with painting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, okay. So let's talk about Mike. Go ahead and talk about what. Sure. What's so what's, the uh, asinine part? As you've probably heard about, is this yeah. three pip hold at any cost that each yeah. friendly core unit gains a name token. Mm-hmm. Each friendly emplacement unit trooper unit gains one standby token, and mm-hmm. it's three core units with the orders, so the vets are also getting dodges. So you're giving out three dodges anywhere from if, three to if, six names. Should caveat this. If if you run triple vets, triple mark twos, quad FDs. <laughs> that's true. Well, actually, that's not even true because this card works for the first part, no matter what list you're running. Yeah, yeah. They, if you're right, playing yes. quad ton. Now you're still giving out three to six aims and three dodges. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Plus, you have your quad tons that you can yeah. recover from your other cards. Yeah. But and then with the friendly emplacement troopers, you get one standby token as well, which works on both the FDs and on the Mark Twos. Right. So this, and it's all pre-turn, and the tokens come out right away, and there's no yeah. way to counter that until it happens. Yeah. yeah. Now, so se- separating these out, the standby thing we'll talk about. The aims on Rebels for one turn, this many pre-turn aims, I'm actually totally fine with. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, like it's, yeah. it's good, it's, but it's okay. like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> like this just needs to be like the second part just needs to be like each friendly emplacement trooper unit issued an order with this card gains one standby token that also nips like i that does that technically like eliminate if you coordinate yeah like i don't know i i mean each friendly emplacement trooper yeah i don't know i mean the card definitely needs an errata for sure yeah, and the follow-up there, though, as well, is one of the things that people bitched about for a long time for valid reason is that back mm-hmm. in the days of Coordinated Fire, once mm-hmm. Shores got two to three aim tokens, they were essentially pumping out all of these hits. Yeah, This card is setting up Coordinated Fire from the get-go because your vets are surging. Right. So you're already getting the free aim because you have the surge, and now mm-hmm. you're getting the aim from this, and then you still have the option to take the aim with the vets that are also at range four. So this is just bringing back the exact same power level that coordinated fire was and we had a problem with that and it was a problem so when you when you double down on that and now you also have all of these units down with standbys which by the way if you fire support your standby does not go away it just leads (laughs) to a really brutal experience to watch and play with and unfortunately like our first experiences with that were exactly as all of the naysayers thought they were going to be yeah yeah uh, yeah it it yeah it's a great it's a, way to introduce new players to the game. Yeah. I I'll think... also say, yeah, there's a lot. It feels bad that it like that this happened. I wish that this was like a typo. Right. Um, it's probably not at this point because they probably would have said something <laughs> with it. Cause it's like, it was like a week ago when they like mm-hmm. dropped these. Right. It's I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I do. Th- Rebels OP. <laughs> no, I think I don't think it's OP. I just think it's very negative yeah. to introduce people to. I, I think I point... think 
because I said I'm interrupting. Say, if, if our point is like bringing new players into the game, which I've already like, which we've already established, is like these are great ways to do it. These yeah. are awesome value boxes. They give you thematic lists. You know, yeah. they work. Like, yeah. why are we then going to bring back two of the most negative experiences Legion has ever had in a meta? <laughs> Mass standbys and coordinated fire, and throw them into one command card. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think it's something to watch, uh, and I, I, I'm not denying the negative player experience of this uh, of this effect at at all. I do. Um, I I personally rein in a little bit of the um, like it's a terrible thing because I do think that there's going to be a lot of um, not restriction. I don't. I don't think this is going to be as proliferate as uh, in in the in real life gaming as uh, to to make it overly problematic. Um, I, I think it's probably worth taking a look at um, having that, you know, having that powerful little effect <laughs> out there and, and see how it, see how it turns out. But I also think that the, the real life cases of um, seven standby armies happening um, is going to be pretty pretty limited um, because I think it it only works on that one turn and it's a brutal turn when it's set up right. But I think it takes some setting up to do. And I think it also, I mean, it's set up to include, like we said, assembling and painting FDs. Um, and I think it also, if it doesn't work, you're left with an army that has seven uh, uh, emplacement troopers. Um, and emplacement troopers don't do objectives terribly well. <laughs> That's true. Uh, ever. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the, I mean, I, FDs like can't do anything except unless it's like in the deployment zone already. So like, yeah. really, they only contribute for intercept the transmissions and yeah. payload like round one. <laughs> well, yeah. and that, when they're bidding and breakthrough because you block off the opponents, and they do zones. help breakthrough right. on yeah the inverse. But if you're bidding with this list, you probably are bidding for red so that you can have the better deployment side. Uh, Could be. I'll agree to disagree because if you get objectives okay. that you don't like, you're just going to. Yeah. Well, so, so that and that's another risk. So you're either you're either bidding, and you it's table dependent on whether you're going after blue or red. Like if it's a terrible table for you, and you need red, then you're sacrificing that. Also, that, uh, objective security. The um, Adepticon triple FD list was good at breakthrough. This list is not good at breakthrough because you're taking <laughs> you're not you don't have land speeders that are transporting operative Luke and R two. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this list is actually probably terrible breakthrough because yeah. you don't have like unless you're taking like you're not taking taunts because you're taking four FDs. Okay. I mean, I guess you could take air speeders, but like, I mean, I think like what you're going to see a lot of is like is is Luke Skywalker so that he can force push something to trigger all the standbys to then fire on whatever you pushed and then whatever else the FDs have in range to finish off and yeah. mulch. Yeah, but if and and if if that works, I think I think there. So I, a long way to say I I think we immediately jump to the maximum <laughs> potential degeneracy of this of seven seven. Uh, it's over nine thousand. I think I think that that we'll see that show up a couple times. I think in the long run, the trade offs. What we're probably going to end up seeing degeneracy like painful versions of this list: um, two FDs, two Tons, an airspeeder thrown in. Um, because then you're starting to get into that breakthrough bombing run power and and some power here. Um, also, Mark II's die fast um, out, outside of this turn. Uh, it, the way that I have historically helped them is to put Chewy uh, in there to Guardian. Um, and But if I'm spending Chewy to... like I cap out guardianing 
to keep two Mark IIs safe for the first half of a game. Um, <laughs> and so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of I, I I'm curious to see how this actually pans out. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting to watch because even like four FDs seemed okay at the regular game because when you're throwing mm-hmm. twenty, what's he, twenty to twenty eight dice at range five every single mm-hmm. turn that surge mm-hmm. with aims, that's really good. Range yeah. five is really far. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's not really a whole lot of lists that are even going to stand up to. Oh, I just had to roll twenty saves and I'm at range five, or I just had I shouldn't say twenty. I just had to roll twelve to fifteen saves and I'm at range five. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not even into the objectives. So my Mark twos are going to be safe because I have this screen behind them. But we'll see. It's only yeah. one card for it, but it's so just belligerently not fun to look at play or play against that. Yeah. I'm disappointed that this is where we're bringing new players in. Yeah. But this is my peak salt, like we mentioned. So it's going down from here. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for nothing. Uh, <laughs> if, if you do face this, uh, veto veto LSD. any long end uh, or, or short end deployments because uh, guess what else the Maginot line was weak against uh, going around so uh, <laughs> then uh, pivot is is a standby move so thing if if you're out of firing arcs uh, you're not vulnerable to um, being shot by a standby you're still vulnerable to other things and again there's it can hurt but there are there are things to watch. Well, they All can right. stand by and shoot the their pew-pew blaster, right? Their blaster pistols. Pew-pew. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Into cover. <laughs> uh, uh, I am... So I, the one thing that I really love about the Echo Base Defenders list is, I think, I, and this is true for, for all of these, is this is a thematic list. Like, the opening for Rebel Hero Hammer, being able to bring the heroes of Echo Base in without um, dancing around uh, rank considerations yeah. is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I think there's going to be some yeah, fun stuff that feels isn't like generated out here. And I hope, this I hope one that and that the like, I mean, more three of these armies than... feel pretty thematic, like with their organization charts. Three of them yeah. feel really thematic. One of them, yeah. not so much. But yeah. we can. I mean, this might be a good. Yeah, we can go. Yeah, we, 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 uh, let's talk next. about these other two. <laughs> we can talk. We could just mention the other two cards, I guess, because um, yeah, there are two I, other I actually cards. Really, yeah, I, I did want to hit a positive so that I can. Yeah introduced there uh courage of the rebellion is an awesome card uh that's the two pip that's two units and each friendly trooper unit that's issued in order can recover so yeah, if you are talking like double fd double ton uh this could be a really nasty setup with like a leia no time for sorrows into this for the next turn so you pop your no time pop the uplinks and then they recover them for the very next turn and then if they do you know live they have their uplinks for the turn after that so you can get a you can get a really good like almost perma control on your tons with this uh like back to back if you run them with the hq uplinks yeah and then this, this also uh, this the way that i used to play vets also fully loaded vets with hq up like an offensive push this is a great yeah. card for them uh, as well mm-hmm. um and then there's actually the one especially if you tactics. double tap that into the three pip turn where they get their free mm-hmm. game yeah <laughs> that's true too uh i also <laughs> just a reminder the box that's coming out only does only has one fd cannon so if you're going to be a new player going fully degenerate be sure you uh price yourself three additional fd cannons and support your lo- support your friendly local game store and buy them <laughs> yeah. there yeah um, ours has the, a lot of fds <laughs> they've yeah. been sitting there for a while <laughs> oh yeah i mean it's a weird thing yeah. it's like it's, it's like the bottom right hand corner there's a giant but... stack 
And if you're a, a local game store owner, uh, now might be the time to go ahead and take away those discounts on FDs that you've been trying to get them off the shelf with. <laughs> Cap- <laughs> capture that margin that's coming. Or actually maybe add the discount now so that when people want to buy them, you can make sure that they never come back. <laughs> True. Yeah. Got to get them off the shelf somehow. I, I think that's a little turtles all the way down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think okay. they come business advice. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, if I ever run Echo Base, uh, I made this joke on the Discord. I'm going to make it again because I liked it. Um, <laughs> my my Echo Base defenders will be the uh, climate change deniers were wrong on Hoth 2 group <laughs> because they are all desert. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I had a really bad, I had an issue with like, oh, all my rebels are like forest based. And yeah. then all of, they started releasing all of these like, oh, these guys are Hoth guys. They need yep. to have snow. So like mine are also climate change deniers, rebels, yes. Because my no, like no, no, taunts, no, no, no. the climate change deniers were wrong, yeah. and there and oh. and Hoth underwent global warming, right? <laughs> so they had to change it. So again. mine have little little like little drops of snow on the bases as well, because oh, <laughs> there's oh, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're at that thing. transitionary point. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, mine was straight up. I had painted too many damn snow troopers by the time the vets came out, or by the time my FD actually uh, came around, and I was like, I can't, I can't do white anymore, and so I painted them in the desert. <laughs> And then when the vets came out, I was like, oh, well, that's the same models as are on my FD. So I got to match them. Uh, and, and here we are. Fair. <laughs> um, my vets are also... just primed white. So I guess that counts. Maybe that is, go. they're I covered don't. in snow. They're in their <laughs> yeah, snow they're... camo. I love it. Just throw <laughs> some wash on their jackets yeah. and you're good. Yeah. yeah. I, I have no idea what my tons are based as. I, I forgot. I only bought one unit. So <laughs> one pip delaying tactics. Uh, this is the card that I don't know why you would take it over Sabcoms. Yeah. Um, at the end of the command phase, your opponent must choose one of their non-commander units as a face supporter token. A fable return to the whirlpool, so it's like worse than sabotage comms, basically. I guess um, there's like a niche that it's better in that if you play it against, like, say, a new ways to motivate, it has to go invader, and they can't put it on a do back anyway. Yeah, but I guess I'm reaching there. Yeah. Um, it's got some. That actually, ha- that actually happened in my game yesterday, <laughs> which is the only reason that I thought of it. You're only taking this card if you are. You're only taking this card if you're taking like no characters in your echo base army. And then you take replacing ambush comms. Which I don't even think is possible. Don't you like have to take commanders? Well, you can't rebel officer. I'm saying like if you're just running like generic, like uh, this is the other side of Hoth, the Hoth base where the where the good guys weren't. the, the cannon fodder guys, the red shirts, or if you're if you're running the generic and Chewy, because Chewy's one pip doesn't do anything either. Correct. Yeah, I'm not sure why you wouldn't take at least one of the one of the characters. No, I think that seems like the reason to play this. If I'm yeah, if I'm playing this battle force, I'm playing it for fun. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I keep making lists. It looks like fun. I don't own any FDs or tons anymore, so I'm gonna have to like fix that one day. But I'm not buying four FDs because I'm not a criminal. Thanks. (laughs) All right. So I think we I think we firmly established that uh, anyone who seriously plays uh, quad FD triple bet uh, version of this list go to is jail enemy, automatically an enemy of the cast. And... Yeah, Mike's gonna meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're allowed to do it one time for for the memes, uh, and yep. and then uh, move. And move then beyond. we get to squash your models in the parking lot. So you know, apparently there's going to be three of these lists at LSO, so we'll see how it goes. There's going to oh. be three of them. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, like that's why I'm not. That's where want, some of this all comes from, is I know it's coming. It's all right. What the, Two of them will probably get matched round one. So. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, just, that's why I, I, I would not do that as Geo. Never mind. I don't know where you're going. 
Um, uh, Want to go into the Empire one? Yeah, let's yes, do the Empire one. Cool. I think the Empire All right, great. The best that one. also happens on Hoth. It does. It does. It does. Uh, so similar. They get to bring, you know, their speeder bikes and their e-webs. They have cool command cards, too. Um, yeah. I like these a lot. Um, start with the... Uh, I get. I'm gonna start with the one pip this time. Cool. I agree. Let's do it. Unrelenting fire. This gets two units in order, which is pretty great for a one yeah. pip. Yeah. Um, enemy units cannot remove more than one suppression token during their rally set. That's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. this has a lot of play with like Master of Evil as a three to one play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you're giving up one of Vader's one pips at that point, but like. If you suppress someone with Master of Evil at like the end of the round, and then all of a sudden they can't remove more than one, you can really lock down an army. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this this if you're playing by these Battle Force rules, you're playing for more than just Vader as a solo um, player. I think, so. I think, yeah, I think you're playing with him, him doing a lot of like the rest of the the team doing a lot of other things. He seems more of like I don't want to say the main. I don't want to call him like a flavor piece on the side, but I don't think Vader has to do 85% of the list work. Yeah. And, and arguably, I mean, look at Empire Strikes Back. Vader Vader just like kind of walked around, looked intimidating. Everyone else did the work uh, and, and we're continuing that. Um, and then he looked angry uh, when, you know, his chance to <laughs> use the force to stop the Millennium Falcon from getting away, like multiple other instances of using the force. He didn't do it. He just watched them. So. It sounds like a lot of my managers in my old jobs. They're just like watching everybody, and then they get really angry when it doesn't do what they wanted. I think I I think uh, I think Darth Vader and most Sith practices are really a good allegory for terrible management practices. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I was having this debate about our local night the other night. Um, but we can go into that another another way. And then just to to double down, like Nick mentioned with this card, you get the two units on it. So even if it's something mm-hmm. like, um, let's say you're chasing a pike who doesn't have a, a capo near him and you want to try to panic them, you can order like two of your speeder bikes of your four, drop two more suppression on them. And then they just have to flat out rally or they're going to run. Yeah. So it gives you a little bit of like back to back flex too. I like it a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um... <sighs> you want to do two pip? Yeah. I'm not sure why this is on an e-web. I yeah, so like over, overwhelming barrage, <laughs> and cool it's art, man. It is, yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome cool art. art. It's a picture yeah. of a of a full e web team just like going to town. Um, two units. Uh, once this once this round at the end of the activation of a friendly commander, it may perform an attack using the following weapon, and it is another uh, range four to infinity weapon, surging to hit four black dice, <sighs> blast beam. beam. <laughs> Beam one, at least. Uh, man, blast on a beam weapon. That is just yeah, fantastic. That's, so, that's like, I think we fixed. I think we fixed beam. Uh, <laughs> oh god, did we need uh, to though? I mean, no. I... In, in, well, it's one. It's it's one turn. Immune yeah. to flight oh. and uh, suppressive. I'm in um, no way being salty about it. I just yeah, like yeah. as a player who plays a lot of B ones and like air supports gnarly, and it always yeah. takes six models. So this yeah. is like, oh, now you're gonna kill eight. Like, I mean. If it's like Veers or the Officer, they just double aim, and then they have an aim for each of these attacks, and they probably get three to four hits. Gotcha. So it's like that's like a whole squad of B ones that are dead, and that makes me very sad. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not happy about this card as a B one player, but I don't think it's anything yeah. that's like no. bad. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's just not scary like, for my little droids. Look, yeah, the FDs are gonna roll like uh, a million dice that round. 
<laughs> for free this is eight dice i i'm okay with it and force pression like it's good it's cool yeah. it's a nice if you're taking veers like i love playing this and then last first thing with like maximum firepower yeah and you can just delete something or like just like panic it off the board yeah it's like it's really good yeah, it's really it's really good. And I actually I was originally a little disappointed after seeing the card art and then finding out it wasn't some sort of like super powered e web like machine gun barrage, um, <laughs> which I thought would have been cool for theme and would have like paralleled the the stuff about the FDs we just talked about, and uh, it would have given the the e webs a little bit of a boost too. Um, that being said, I've come around to um, having another cool maximum firepower because I think in the Echo Base assault that's what was going on <laughs> more stuff coming over the horizon just blowing blowing stuff up so. i also love that it's the two pip because it kind of fills that hole that vader has in the two pip hand mm. yeah, yeah there's not really like new ways is okay in these lists and fear and deadman is probably not great with the units that you're bringing so this gives yeah. you like a viable card that you can just add and you're not having to sacrifice any of your expensive pieces cards yeah yeah, yeah and i'm like... glad it's on the two pip slot yeah. And like, because it has blast, you totally don't need to worry about who has sharpshooter and right. like is using it. Like it's it's ignore and cover anyway. So Vader and, can and it surge hits, so you don't even need to worry about Vader not surging, and mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about spending his surges from like yep. darkness descends or anything. It's you can good. have just like oh, that, I it just clicked. We don't usually. Oh yeah, I guess we do. We see surge profiles on weapons. Never mind, <laughs> like mines and stuff. Yeah, cool. Not new, not new game breaking. Keegan's coffee is yeah. just not kicking in. <laughs> all I right think work for ground assault is my favorite art of any of the battles that is such i mean a cool these art. these boxes are fire and the art yeah. on the cards is just the box yeah. art split into three so yeah. good also the art this just fills the fills the whole argument that yeah. what we, we never saw speeder bikes on hoth uh there they are <laughs> there they are there They're they here. are <laughs> i feel like i played speeder bikes in some battlefront game there, they were there in battlefront too uh, okay good okay See, that's, that's all we needed. Um, I read the last one. Who wants to read this one? I'll take it, I guess. Or did Mike, <laughs> you want this one? Sure, I'll take this one. Yeah, uh, Through Pip, Debark for Ground Assault, um, Blizzard Force only. It's three units. Each friendly core trooper unit that is issued an order with this card gains spur. Gross. The weapons of each friend. <laughs> can you spur from speed two to three? Yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> the, effect is, the effect is just increase your speed. Yeah. Yes, and then the weapons good. of each friendly trooper unit or core trooper unit that this issued an order using this card gains suppressive. It's so gross. So I love this. It's interesting that this battle force is really playing into the suppressive yeah. keyword. Um, that's cool because it's been fucking irrelevant for three years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, Man, that's exciting. There's lots of cursing this episode. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are. I don't know Sorry, if we've guys. got the explicit tag. We're earning it. This it's, all, it's always on. It's, it's my first okay. one. But uh, it's, it's kind of cool. I hope that they're able to like, kind of revive that because suppression is one of my favorite aspects of the game because it makes yeah. you like think about where to position and how to I spend agree. your timing and such I so i really hope that this is like a, a sign um, but i think it's a really good card i mean speed three of those new heavy response stormtroopers seems really good yeah, uh, especially say. when you've got like what what is it three red three white surge hit at range four I nothing think to that's, say yeah yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. And then spurring snows with uh, oh, Daddy and flamethrowers. I mean, yeah. like, here's your compel, like, run. Yeah. Yep. Also, huge, big argument for Commander Vader going into this list because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually yeah. don't think you take <laughs> Operative Vader in. No. It doesn't yeah. Really, yeah. I think that you probably start to take Commander Vader more in Blizzard Force. That, that's a good way to say it, yeah. 
He he's got a lot more specific relevance to and and, and series. And that. like Commander Vader can use the two pip operative can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, that too. <laughs> so, no, I think this is a cool card. I'm glad that it's like a one time thing that they get spur. That makes yeah. me feel good. I'm glad yep. they ran that in. That's yep. cool. <laughs> that yep. could be devastating. Yeah. I still think that you. I. I mean, I'm putting this on snows more than the uh, speed three storms. Most I think. Of the time. I think so. Speed. But, yeah. Yeah. But I guess so, also, um, we just mentioned, um, like I, I brought up that Pike example with the speeder bikes. Mm-hmm. If you're getting a range four suppressive shot off of a speed three move, and I think the heavy response snows are also unhindered, so it's like a speed three move. Uh, yeah. You can really just dump a couple bits of suppression on something that needs to do an objective or is in danger yeah. of panicking like Nick's Magna Guards. Like you can just make sure that they're running. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey man. <laughs> no man was panicked yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. Sometimes it feels like that. Uh yeah. And then uh, we got these uh the Blizzard Force gets to take these cool stormtroopers yeah. that get to take two heavy weapons. <laughs> zero great. zero to two of them. Uh yeah, yeah, they get to take two of them. Um, the cards are in there. Um, but yeah, it's they're basically normal stormtroopers, except there's only three in the unit instead of mm-hmm. the base four. And they have to take two heavies and they don't get any other upgrades, but they do gain unhindered, which like, yeah. you know, pairs really well with spur when you want to yeah. go speed three and you want to just avoid obstacles. Like these guys just like get their jetpacks and they just like fly across the battlefield. Oh, here they are in yeah. your face. They kind or, of go. Like, they think about, uh, it, they make me think of like dark troopers if we're going back to the uh, right uh, oh, Battlefront two. Where they yeah, had like, yeah, all yeah. snows yeah. like jump troopers yeah. with the jetpacks. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, um, environmental gear has snows on it, so all it is is these stormtroopers are putting environmental gear on. So they're actually snow troopers. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's that's a stretch. These guys <laughs> are pretty good, but I think you're just putting a DLT and RT ninety seven on them and just sitting at range four. I think and, so. Like, throwing six dice and aiming each turn. Oh yeah, that seems pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just gonna yeah. like yeah. There's no reason for them to enter range three. Like you just yeah. have a blade of wounds. Before you take like heavy weapon wounds, yeah, uh, seems great. Vulnerable to rage pierce, right? but yeah, sure. And you're capped to two of them, I think, right? Capped to two, yeah. It's, zero, two. it's zero to two of them. Yeah. All right. Before we move on to the next battle force, or was there anything else on this one we wanted to cover? Uh, I guess just as a general, like, are are we doing our overview thoughts of these at the end, one by one, know. or just doing now? I right. don't know. Yeah. I think this is the most balanced <laughs> battle force, like. This is cool. Yeah. Um, four speeders it's... can get can get oppressive, but like that's that's going to be a skill cap. Yeah. So it's nice to introduce a skill cap there. So I, I really like this one. I don't think it has too many like o- overly broken things that can go with it. It's got some really cool combos that do really strong things, but this feels just like a a regular empire list. It just gives their core a little bit of help. I which think you're going to think th- their core have lagged a little bit. I yeah. think you're going to see a lot of four speeder bike lists. I think you like, see a lot of force for until if, like, oh, if, really? We'll see if they're good or not, but I think for a while you're going to see them popping up a lot. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's with kind of tra- like. Especially with transponders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fair. There's a lot of really. Like, this one feels like the most thematic, and it feels it feels equally like they have, they have options, but they, it is still relatively restrictive. Whereas, like, Echo Base is thematic, but they have a ton of oh. options. They have so many commanders. They have two operatives. They have two core technically they have two support they have a heavy they have a lot of options these guys have less options but it still feels really thematic 
but yeah. it feels like you can build a couple different things out of this. And I think like, you know, you shouldn't really be looking to, we're going to see like one or two things that are really good out of these, like these battle forces probably. And like, that seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, like I think you're going to see Vader core spam, like lists here. And then you're going to see like Veer's bikes list. I don't know if the ATSC really, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about an ATSC here when you can just take four bikes with Veer's <laughs> instead. Yeah, so like for example, I know we just talked about like the um the pros of playing Commander Vader. Um, but if you go operative Vader, you can take an officer, op Vader, four bikes, two flamers, and then two of these heavy responses at ten X mm-hmm. and still fit a bid. Mm-hmm. Um if you go the commander route, you probably want to cut one of the bikes to three and add yeah. another snow trooper, but you're still at an easy ten X with a bid and everything has what it needs. Yeah. It's gonna be a pretty interesting list. Sure. yeah yeah looking forward to this uh before we jump on to the next one um i did get a little bit of information uh unofficially officially uh we will not be able to take mercenaries in battle forces uh okay. which because the same way that uh shadow collective can't take boba fett who's a mercenary uh, battle forces are kind of overwrite <laughs> battle forces overwrite the mercenary rules that overwrite faction rules <laughs> okay all right so no, we don't need to worry about pikes <laughs> finding their way into this crap. Good, good. No. Yeah, they left their they left their blizzard gear at home That's on right. Pike World. <laughs> yeah, I think every world I've seen pikes on is generally hot. So. They do seem like yeah. they don't wear a lot of clothing. They're like no. desert lizard men or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> jungle lizard men too. Like, uh, with, we control with, the spice on Tatooine. Yeah, spoilers. You get Kessel. Kessel's is now the only planet with two. Uh, two ecologies. Uh, they've got the desert where the spice mines are, and they've got the forest where the pike castles are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Next right. battle force. Which one? Separatists. Robots. Sure. Yeah, let's sure. Go. We can play the double AAT battle force. The invasion yeah, force. Baby. Yeah. This is the one I was like most excited for because I play a lot of droids and I like AATs and I like the idea of like you must take your AAT, but you also can take AP ones. Yeah. That's fun to me. <laughs> like when I got in, like when droids were announced and they were like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to have six to a unit instead of four. I was like, that's exactly what I want. Yes, please. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And I was disappointed <laughs> that you couldn't bring more than six because like, you know, like they were a horde army. Yeah, and now I can hoard them. Now I can run AP ones and, and feel really degenerate and like have true purpose in this world. Yeah, I think this, this came out just just in time for me to, or rather, I realized just in time for this to come out that uh, I really need to just shoot B ones <laughs> when they're on the table across from me, uh, even even if it feels like I'm not going to one shot them because I'm not. Uh, it's about shipping away. That that is only more true now <laughs> with, with the potential for eight of them on the table. Um. Yeah. So, uh, lots of B ones possible. Some of the recent release stuff not not applicable. Um, no spiders. Um, no BXs. Um, I guess those aren't recent release, but those are pretty much the only things that you can't bring. Uh, no persuaders. Um, you can you can bring Maul. So he he helps invade some shit. <laughs> yeah, baby. You can't bring the DRK droids though. Oh, good point. Weird. Yeah, I feel. Uh, yeah, I I was kind of disappointed by that, but maybe yeah. I think they're just right. trying to find a way to make this different from regular droids minus spiders and super attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's fair. 
they, they, they gave a little extra like ruthless scrutiny to what what was going in there on on that um that being said i do know i have a we have a local player who told me uh it's great one of my one of my existing lists already fits into this <laughs> so um he can do some pretty interesting stuff like with an aat two magnas eight p1s and a t series and gets 12 x yeah. so yeah. that'll be interesting i'm not sure that's really going to hold up anymore because sa spam is everywhere but mm. it's definitely going to be a thing you can do and someone's going to figure out how to make it work yeah. You want to talk Tell cards? Command card? Yeah. yeah. You want to start with the one pip again? Um. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. The one pip is called AI coordination. It's uh one heavy or support unit. Each friendly unit that is issued an order using this card gains one standby token. There. Look at that. We managed the standbys. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. So it's capped at one. One standby. Yeah. You can't have seven. Yeah, it's not um, like a coordination. So like if you have... That wouldn't even work. Never mind. So if you have like a, an AAT that somehow gets an order off to a, a Droideka... Mm-hmm. Um, Stap. Yeah. Well, Stap can't even take it because it's a speeder. That's why I was like, oh, Staps would work. And then I realized that that... Oh, that's right. Make Droidekas great again. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. I, I think this... I like uh, yeah, was, that was my question. Because vehicles you... can't take suppression. So. Right. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, so no, nothing that this card can issue an order to can take suppression. So it's a guaranteed standby. Yep. Um, which is pretty nifty. Um, do you try? Standby is pretty good. Yeah. I don't want to play that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Droidekas, um, you, like, you give another single, shot with this? A single, like, flanking Droideka, maybe? Like, because yeah. it can get in there at the end of the right. I'm looking at like a double AAT list because that's what I do, and it's eight B ones and a T series, or it's seven B ones. Can't tight seven B ones, and then like a single flanking Droidica. You save it for like last activation. It like you know double mm-hmm. moves fast, and then turn one it gets a stand. Next turn it gets a standby. It triggers standby. It shoots, and then uh, it's given four suppression or something. I mean, it gets another Pretty attack. Good. It might be okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Droidicas just have that problem that like it's hard to get them orders. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's not, not hard. Like <laughs> I yeah. complain because it's like, oh, I can't have orders on everything all the time. <laughs> I'm not really sure this card ever gets played because well, it just feels like kind of worse than uh, what's the regular one fifth, the generic one. Uh, I'm blanking on it. Mechanized, mechanized. and then you're yeah. probably playing like some sort of either like Maul or. I don't. I don't know if this is clearly worse. I think the no. standby makes it a little more. Interesting. Um, I think that I. I think there are going to be a lot of. I think a lot of the invasion lists are going to have not going to have characters. I think. Yeah, I, th- I that, think, I think that, that's where this that comes way in. that it's not yeah. going to have characters necessarily always. Where the other ones, like you're probably always going to have a character, um, especially like you know some of them even like specify like Anakin cards in the five of first. Sure, but it's like. Um, so yeah, I think under normal circumstances, uh, it's probably worse than mechanized, but I guess it depends on the list. Cause like your B ones are always getting orders from their chain. Anyway, you can't take BXs here. It's like, if you're taking a Magna, yeah, I get that. Um, getting them orders is great for free. Um, we'll see. I don't think it's a bad card. It's not like the rebel echo base one pip where it's like, just like strictly yeah. worse than all the other options. Yeah. But um yeah cool 
It's, plus, it has a picture of Droidekas. The art's fire. Yep, art's fire. I'm all sad. Right. I already have all I need. I don't need to buy this box. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what? Uh, which do you want? Two or three pip? Let's go with the two pip next. All right. Do you want to read? I mean, which one do you want to read? <laughs> okay, I'll read this one. Unrelenting assault. Two pip. Two uh, core units. Uh, after a friendly core unit performs a ranged attack, so not not restricted to getting an order. If it spent one or more aim tokens, another friendly unit, range one or two, may gain one aim token. It's coordinated fire for droids. <laughs> uh, on a two-pip. Um, so, uh, pretty cool. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. B1 heavies are kind of like... They like aims. Yeah, they, oh yeah, they definitely like aims, especially the E5C. Um, yeah. E5S too. But it's like, it's definitely like... Uh, it, it's not going to be hard. It's not hard for droids to get an aim if they want it. So to That's like true. set this up because they yeah. don't get suppressed. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're going to see eight aims given out. Yep. But we were just yeah, talking or, about making deck is good. Uh, this is a yeah. really easy way to get droid deckers aims. Oh, that's a good call. Have your B1 shoot and then pass it to them or yeah. Yeah. give your AAT two aims to make sure that if it does have it to recover, all crits all day. Yeah, yeah, this definitely feels like a get, get all your give B1 your shots out of the your way. range for critical shots, aims. Like, there's a lot of play here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spreading the aims out. It's, not, it's so less like the coordinated fire where you're kind of chaining them down and more you're just shooting with your cannon fodder first to stack the aims on the high-powered high stuff behind them, around them, in front of them, wherever they happen to be. Or if you're running like six to seven E5Cs because you probably bought a couple core sets and you have six to seven E5Cs. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you just run AT off of the T-Series and now you've got a, an actual formidable range three gun line when they're all coordinated fired down the aims. So it's, it's pretty good. Cool. We know how good this card is. It's been around for four years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Unstoppable Advance. Uh, Unstoppable Advance is a 3-pip. It's three core units for the Separatists. Each friendly trooper unit that is issued an order using this card may perform a speed one move. Uh, so it's no time for sorrows on a 3-pip. And three good. units, yeah. And three units. Now, it's limited to core, so obviously that's, you know, you can't, like, comms relay to something else. Yeah. Um, and, so it, it, and it's limited to this. So it's actually, it's it's R2s, kind of. Yes. It's limited to orders from this card. So no time for stars. Uh, yeah, you can pop with HQs it. and all that stuff. True. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, it's good. Yeah. No free speed ones are fantastic. <laughs> it'll probably help because you can get a little more aggressive with your B ones on the turn before, and then no, you can just kind of pop them back behind cover. Um, you know, you can get that free move, so you can pop out at the end of the turn because you've got twelve to thirteen activations. Take a shot, and then know that you can duck them back behind cover so they don't get blown away by the FDs on the other side. Mm. To bring this, this is... example earlier up. Yeah. This card art is fire. I think the two pip is my favorite droid card art. The so four saver so. Grievous stepping over the the dead yeah. droids. It's, it's pretty hot. Yeah. Um, seems pretty good. I'm interested to see how the AAT triple stab works here. Mm. It should be interesting. It's going to be really easy to keep your order chain without the BXs. Yeah. Because if you've only got like four token types in there, and then the T series just directs everything and just does the uh you know standing orders to oh it's called comms long range comms to the staffs like you've got perfect control every turn so this mm -hmm. could be pretty devastating yeah these command cards don't do much uh for but you have to you have to plan you can't just like have direct do everything else um if you're bringing these command cards in but yeah that's 
I think that's going to be a pretty strong one. Yeah, that's why, like, on the, I guess, specifically on the stat version, um, I'm not sure that you even take half of these cards. Yeah. Like, it might just be better to play, like, Roger Roger and Assault, things mm. like that, because droids already do a, a good enough job of, like, providing you all the face-ups that you need and providing you the free tokens from their command cards and, like, LTA and such, so you might not need to really worry yeah. about... Maybe. Although, I don't know. I don't know. That... that... <laughs> Three speed one moves. You gave a good example of getting them back behind cover, but where those speed one moves really come in strong is like end game, getting into objective ranges, doing things mm -hmm. like that. Just like that, that would outweigh one of those two for me. I'm not sure which because I don't play droids enough. Probably take out assault. Roger, Roger just yeah. seems way too good. Yeah, yeah. So I guess if you want to actually going off of that route, um, that could be pretty cool because you could just take this one for example. And then you can just play your standing orders early on, get all your, your stuff out there, and then save mm -hmm. this for the end game when mm -hmm. your staffs are probably dead and your AAT yeah. is already in position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you flood a KP, you push a hostage back, you and yeah. The, get to the home intercept I, for your opponent. Yeah, I've I've had so many games where I've lost because I just didn't know how well they moved <laughs> in measurements on its own, adding an extra four inches to that. Uh, for three it's, units is it's pretty tough strong. when they always get their double move at the end yeah. of the game yeah yeah uh it's also gonna be... yeah. go ahead close in and like four inch then single move then tap one of my safe apps because they've just you know it it's an unstoppable advance i love the th i love the theme yeah. naming <laughs> in this too <laughs> cool i can't wait I mean, right, I have all this stuff, so it's like, when am I going to get it on the table? That's really the question. Yeah, yeah. Just, you just got to print. First. Five oh first. All right. Should we go back to starting with the three pips? Sure. Uh, I'll take this one because I play Anakin. Uh, <laughs> leaders of the five oh first. Uh, another permanent uh, keyword. This and this goes to three special forces or three core units. Um, sorry, three special forces or core. It doesn't have to be all three of one. Uh, friendly units at range one to two of a friendly Anakin uh, Skywalker and or a friendly clone Captain Rex gain indomitable. Uh, and so this is important because uh, they have it for the rest of the, or whoever's at range one to two for the rest of the game gains indomitable. Also important to note, it does not say other friendly units. So uh, Anakin and or Rex uh get indomitable for the rest of it indomitable jedi um, good. yeah indomitable jedi feels really good um so there are i think an, a, a meta complaint i've seen about this battle force is that there's a lot of like non-synergies conflicting interests and in, in kind of the structure and the cards and whatnot i would counter that i think that's true in a lot of traditional play i think this one this card's pretty cool to me because i usually am playing Padme's three pip in my lists the first time, anyways. Uh, so I'm I'm comfortable with the current flow of Anakin's normal cards charge starting on two. So to give him Indomitable uh, <laughs> turn one, um, and it lasts for the rest of the game. Uh, you know that that's if nothing else, that's saving me six points of endurance. Uh, <laughs> and you want to get this out there super early because yeah. you can't order Anakin with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm totally fine not ordering Anakin on mm -hmm. the first turn because I'm I'm positioning on that first yeah. turn. So that's how that's how my flow goes. This goes this three pip his three pip 
two, one, one, two, depending. So uh, I dig it. There's not, there's not, you know, there's less need in this uh, battle force because almost everything is, I think everything actually is courage to, <laughs> to start. Um, but when you get AP1 yes. slinging suppression at you or, or uh, uh, Blizzard Force just suppressing the hell out of everything, uh, it's nice to have that extra bit mm -hmm. on everything. So. All right. Who wants the next one? I'll take the next one, which is, I guess, the the actual two pip because there's like two, two, sort of two, two pips here. Basically. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Tactical planning to support or special forces units. Uh, it's got some ATRTs marching on um, on some B1s. We'll see that a lot, I'm sure, in this army. <laughs> see a lot of ATRTs out there. <laughs> After a friendly the, the list I've played with has ATRTs. Uh, That's but, fair. I but mean, I'm, like, but I'm me. So. I mean, I. I don't think they're terrible, but I think yeah. that barks are better. Yeah. Um, after a friendly support or special forces unit performs an attack against a unit that is a face-up order token, shuffle that token back, in order, back, back into its order pool. Sorry about that. Forgot how to talk for a minute there. You got it. Um, this is, uh, what's the Imperial one? Pin um, down. Pin down. down. This yeah. is pin down, but way better. <laughs> because yeah. it's like any time any of those units does it, and it's a little bit more... It's less restrictive because it can be special. Like, I mean, yeah, my arc strikes yeah. at like range five are just gonna take out like all the B one tokens. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> just the big flip thing. All is those tokens back in the pool. It's just pinned down with longer range flexibility, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be like your support or your heavy weapon. So you can poke at range five, but otherwise, it's the exact same card. Yep. Or, or if you're in the mix, it's uh, you know, if you've got four arcs. Each of them have three potential weapons to sling. Uh, then you're you can knock off a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of orders in, at once. Yeah, in two activations, you can knock out like put yeah. all the B one tokens you, back. In yeah, you, yeah, you're putting an entire droid army on on AI. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guess y'all suck now. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I this card seems <laughs> this card seems pretty good, but I don't. I'm not sure, like, we'll get there, I guess. Yeah. We'll talk more about, like, yeah. The, the two-pip slot's super competitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it gets even more competitive with this last one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is um, uh, lead from the front. Technically, yeah. it is a one-pip. It gives an order to one commander unit. Mm -hmm. uh, while building a command hand, treat this card as though it has two pips. After a friendly commander unit is issued an order by this card, Choose three other friendly units within range one of the commander. Each chosen unit gains one aim or dodge token. It's not bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Anakin giving out three dodges, and if he's already played his two pip for defend one, getting four dodges out on the table right off the bat seems strong. Because you don't have a yeah. lot of wounds on this army, so you know the more you can take away from the get-go, the better. Yeah. Yeah, I love... I also love that this can... This can mean you can get three one pips um into play so i can see a version like i was saying with my anakin list i played leaders of the Pio first i play his three pip and then i don't bring his two pip uh and i bring this instead uh and it's he gets relentless he gets we do lead from the front we do another one pip and and it's doing all that stuff now i don't know if i actually want to play it that way um because that two pip is really competitive but uh, yeah, like you're always taking a clone commander, right? 
I think like, so. Almost always because of points. Like a big thing is points. It's a good activation for the for like a relatively low amount of like it's actually like the almost the cheapest activation in this army. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't take phase in, ones. And mm-hmm. the the list that I built, I've got you can so you can't take phase ones. You have to take phase twos, but you you can take as as few as one core. And so yeah. the list that I built had just one core in there, and so. Uh, the direct is to the core to clean up the order pool, enable fire support if if I want to. Sure. But this is, um, yeah, this is helping with spreading that stuff around. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, bad control. Like if I've got if I've got a commander token issued, I've got my core token out of the bag, and I'm probably pulling. <laughs> excuse me, a. Uh, uh, a special forces who is happy to fire support or a uh, support that's happy to fire support off of this, then I'm pretty happy. But That's fair. So, so what does a list like this look like? Is it roughly like two full arcs, one that has Echo in it, maybe like fives on the phase two, two naked barks, Anakin and the clone commander? Uh, I haven't really spent too much time like looking into what a list actually looks like for this one specifically. Yeah, I'm playing around with one. I imagine Barks is probably where I end up, but I, I am playing around with one that um, I think that there's some, some interesting stuff in RTs here. Um, and actually RTs as a fire support, like a, a rear echelon fire support platform. So I've got I've got with Anakin, Clone Commander, uh, a single phase two <laughs> with a Z6 on there. Uh I've got Echo in an arc strike team. I've got two full arcs, one of them with fives, actually. Um, and then uh, a DC-15 strike team. Uh, and then two RTs with the laser cannon on there. And that's nine activations, two-point bid. Probably don't need vigilance on the clone commander, actually. Um, maybe. Uh, I do have endurance on Anakin. going to be spent every turn. I think so, too. I think they're going to be spent <laughs> every turn. I also have endurance on Anakin right now, although... Uh, but I built this before we just talked through it, and I think with um, him having um, uh, red pit or red dice <laughs> rally rolls, I don't need endurance on there. So I probably put up close and personal back on him. Oh, I don't have it on him because I have choke on him right now. But maybe it's throw. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think so. I think it's nine x. I think I can. I might be able to get to ten if I do triple naked barks instead of the RTs. Um, but I have to slim out some other stuff to do that. And so I, my gut is this: if I'm doing this battle force, I'm going to get comfortable at nine again, and it's going to be it's going to have other strengths to it. So, yeah, I'm just uh, just sitting on there. You have to if you're going to run triple barks. I'm not sure you can actually make it without gutting Anakin. I don't think so. If, if you bring Anakin, you can't run so triple barks because like you can only run two. Oh, oh right, double barks. There you go. Um, and I'm not sure that that gives enough room to find another activation because <laughs> everything else is expensive. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, clones need uh, some point adjustments to make yeah. this work. I think. Agreed. Yeah, so like I can get an eight point bid with up close and personal on Anakin instead. I actually don't have. I, I kind of like choke on him on this instead of throw because I've got plenty of other fire support platform options. Um, actually, I don't want to up close because that doesn't do anything. Uh, so I'll figure something else to put out. Into the fray. <laughs> yeah, maybe into the fray if he's not getting. Yeah, that's actually probably the best one. Um, 
naked clone commander. I like the Z6 on the phase two for the Atari support stuff. Uh, there's so many cards put in order on a special forces that having fives in, in an arc is going to be, I'm going to be able to bounce it around. Um, cause fives can then just issue it to another special forces. Uh, so I can get almost all of them controlled. And then I like the, the laser cannon out there because they can, they can kind of, they can still kind of sit back and throw that surge to hit, uh, one red, two black dice pool, you know, with a Z6 in there. Pretty strong. So, makes sense. We'll see. Plus, I, I built two ATRTs, clone ATRTs, and I want to use them at some point. So, maybe maybe after LSO or after Nova, I'll take a little, probably after Nova, I'll take a little break from <laughs> playing hard on, on the current list and screw around with this a little bit. But, um, yeah. So we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, overall, Battle Forces, I'm really, we've talked about this before. I'm super excited for the opportunity that these boxes, the, the, the physical boxes themselves, bring to bring new people into the game. I think that they are thematic, uh, more than thematic enough to kind of get that excitement of, I want to play this. I don't care about you know, splitting. I don't want. I don't want to have the barrier to entry to uh, to split the box. I don't want to have to buy one thing and then buy a bunch of other stuff. I would just. I just want to buy something and then play this off the bat and then get into it. And I think these are great for that. And are arguably yeah. even some of these easy access NPE things we talked about um, to feel powerful for one turn <laughs> for a new player can can help incentivize that as well. Um, we had a lot of people come by like looking at the game and looking at buying stuff and my buddy dave was was like judging and he was like mm -hmm. what, being telling him about the battle force box coming out like oh well these are coming out soon and it's gonna have all these units da, 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 da. like the value is incredible alone yeah like i mean we yeah. don't even you don't even worry about like fitting it into the battle force like buy buy yeah. another character that you want to play and just play an army like yeah totally yeah you know yeah yeah 100 i um, don't deny any of that I'm just disappointed they have chosen to put so many previous NPE meta concepts in command cards in all of these boxes. Yeah. I wish they had taken a different route. I think that that shows a little bit of a lack of creativity there. Um, and I just hope that's not the direction that the game is going, is to just rehash the old metas. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm excited to see the new players join with yeah. these just bonkers value boxes. Yeah, those are they're fantastic. Um one other complaint that I've heard, and especially as, as it relates to like the five hundred first, is that these battle forces are really restrictive uh, in how they're in how they're built, um, and I think that's kind of the point, <laughs> honestly. Uh, like, I don't see it as the least restrictive list is the is the gold standard for a battle force, and everything else is worse than that. I see it as like the five hundred first is like it gives you it should it's like theme. it's going for you play this yeah. theme army, and there's some bonuses you can get. That you yeah. can you can choose yeah. to take or not if yeah. you want the problem with the 501st one is that like everything is so expensive and it's gonna really it's the one that's gonna struggle the most for that reason yeah. but the other ones aren't gonna struggle yeah as much yeah so the, like the, the way yeah. i look at it i think the other ones it's like the other ones are the icing on top of the cake of, of a battle force and the 501st is just like the basic you know plain pound cake that's fair. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's that's not even a bad thing because if no, these, no, I think I'm saying it's a good. Yeah, yeah. Like I think these lists, just to kind of piggyback off your point, like they have to be restrictive because yeah. if you're telling me that I just have to play Battle Force X so that I can get these cool new command card options as well, and it doesn't change anything, like everybody's going to play it, and that's yeah. just the new faction. 100%. So like, th- there has to be a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Finding the balance is probably going to take a little bit of time. It's going to be a little tricky, but um, I think it's in a better starting point than it definitely could be. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to see 80 Echo Force, or not going to see like 80 Blizzard Forces at a 64 man or 100 man tournament. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I do. Math yeah. wasn't working there for a second. Yeah, and you can't take <laughs> and you can't take Agent Callus in in Blizzard Force. So, I mean, yeah, just I mean, like, like Blizzard Force you know. dead. What? Yeah, Callus. <laughs> yeah. So, so like if you're if you're if you're not finding that the, these forces are hitting your sweet spot for flexibility and creativity in list building don't play them <laughs> we've got a ton of we got a that's that's the point of the standard uh faction rules and and even the shadow collective battle force i think so um i think uh i'm, I'm excited to see what kind of continues to happen and, and i'm optimistic that some of the potential pain points are going to be smoothed out a little bit so. i i do hope that they take a lot of inspiration from the blizzard force because i think that's a great yeah. i think, I think that that's really nice like problem. far and away the best starting point for a theme list that's also like good and it brings back some of the the keywords that have kind of gone to the wayside to yeah continue to develop i also like the idea of introducing a exclusive new unit like print play unit yeah I was, i'd love to see more I was kind of hoping we were going to get that for all of them i was too <laughs> so we're going to do something a little bit different this time um as keegan mentioned we've been chatting for a little bit uh with the battle forces and such so before we get into our like I'll say on the table experiences uh, and such, mm-hmm. we're going to do a quick little like just 30 second commercial break. Um, so we'll get a drop in here. And when we come back, uh, we're going to recap the showcase event that Nick played at yesterday. Um, and then we're going to jump into some more of help Keegan win Nova. So we'll be back in a, uh, you know, 30 to 60 seconds. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to us here on the Legion 99 podcast. Feel free to visit us at the Legion99podcast.shop. Check out all our new t-shirts, hats, and other such merch if you'd like. Everything that we earn from that shop goes right back into the podcast for hosting fees and such just to keep the cast running. So if you'd like to offer your support, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, as always, Keegan and SixUpSupply.com also have all of your custom wargaming needs covered, whether you're looking more on the tournament organizer or the player side. Um, we also have a new mailing list on SixUpSupply, so if you're interested in all of the new products before they release live to everybody else, make sure you sign up there. Thanks as always for listening. We appreciate your feedback and we'll see you guys down at LSO and Nova in the next couple of weeks. And we are back and I'm going to, Hello again. yeah, uh, we're going to recap uh, our showcase tournament um, from yesterday, which is two days yep. from when you guys might be listening to this. Um, so we had a 14 player, like spare the moment tournament, the Pat Balco Memorial race for the cure cup. <laughs> Um, it was a success. We raised $70 of store credit that uh, the winner used to buy a Shadow Collective starter. Nice. Um, not exactly. Uh, we split it amongst a couple people, but uh, we also, Rob brought us some of the uh, the mechanical, uh, the vehicle failure dies. And uh, so I got a sweet Force Ghost one. It's like blue and silver. It's gorgeous. Anyway, because, uh, uh, spoiler alert, I did not win the tournament. I was quite disappointed uh i said i ran out of steam and i was not wrong and uh my opponent played way better than me round three so he won 
that's what happens. <laughs> but uh, so I am like getting ready to practice all kinds of different stuff for Nova because I'm like, I really like Maul and yeah. I, I really like Maul with CAD and I really like Maul in general. And I think Pike mm-hmm. gun lines are good. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think bounty hunters are really cool in CIS. So I played, I <laughs> yeah. played probably the most degenerate thing I could yesterday without playing ion spiders. I played CAD, Bosk, a T-Series, five naked B1s, and three Magna Guards with RPSs and situational awareness. So that might have been the... That honestly list is probably more degenerate than the four FDs. It's pretty It's pretty degenerate. Magnas are gross. Yeah. It's also... It's, it's degenerate because it's like a lot lower barrier to entry to... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're going to buy... Maybe not... Well, I don't know. I haven't done a price. I mean, like, yeah. I, buy, buying a reasonable number of a spread sure. of things. <laughs> it's, um, it's fair. But I... Uh, I play. I, that's what I played. CAD. I'll go through the upgrades real quick. Uh, T series okay. obviously had underworld connections because otherwise it's not a legal list anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Bosk had hunter and targeting scopes. Um, I was talked into hunter, even though I'm not a huge fan of it because you tend to like, you kind of like. Obviously, Bosk wants to shoot his targets for his bounty, mm-hmm. but it kind of means that like you might take a bad shot against a target that's wounded versus like a better shot against like a strike team or something like that that you can get mm-hmm. just to get the mm-hmm. aim. Uh, I'm glad I took it because it was money all day and I had aims all the yep. time. Um, turns out shooting things with like magnas to strip tokens and then get like a single wound and then follow up with basket range four with suppressive. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good when you can panic a, mat- a Mandalorian squad off a table turn two. That's real good. So yeah, uh, Hunter was excellent targeting scopes, obviously. Cad had... I went, I went real lean with CAD. He had emergency transponder, situational awareness, and duck and cover. Um, mm-hmm. Still trying, like, playing CAD is still, like, it's all, playing these bounty hunters is really new to me. They're really different than the stuff I'm used to playing, so I'm having a lot of fun. Five naked B1s, no upgrades at all. Uh, just my, my, my button pushers, my activation guys, my throw suppression out over here. Let's try and kill Anakin, take some shots, whatever. Um, and then the Magnus, they only had situational awareness in the RPSs because I bid real deep. I was at 784. So I was a blue player all day to many people's uh, dismay who had what they thought were large bids and they, they were not large enough. Um, but, uh, so round one, I was paired against one of our locals, Will, he's a newer player. Um, he plays mm-hmm. mostly Republic from what I see. Uh, I played him mm-hmm. once or twice before. He was playing Anakin because that's, you know, he's Anakin's cool and he's real, real good. Um, he was playing Padme, a clone commander. Keegan, does this sound familiar yet? Um, it does. It does. They're starting to... <laughs> a couple phase ones. I think two of them had DC-15s and one had an RPS. Um, he, oh, so he didn't have any okay. Z6s, no fives. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I definitely, had... I definitely The fives thing has been an either or sure. kind of the debate. Uh, he's real expensive. I mean, like he's yes, basically two yes. RPSs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he had uh, he had three barks. Um, yep. And it, oh, he had Thank an Echo Strike team for ten X. Um, yeah. So we played on uh, my Corbon table with the big Sith Temple and all the ruins oh, cool. and stuff. I p- I had blue mm-hmm. player. He picked table side. Um, and it was probably I probably got the better table side for me because there was a large line of sight blocking like temple thing basically right mm-hmm. outside of like the major offensive like bottom corner um advanced positions bottom corner basically so that i could just like mm-hmm. 
deploying that corner and then move behind this large line of sight blocker to like wait until his barks you know i put all my magnets there and it's like we'll wait until the barks come this was the yeah. only game i divulged cad's card so cad mm. uh, i had cad tokens i put we played intercept the transmission so i put cad's bomb near the center of the table pretty obvious uh i put one of the one of the other tokens on outside of his deployment zone behind a line of sight blocker that would like perfectly block line of sight to a trooper silhouette like from most angles and then i put the other one uh near my deployment zone right on top of his supply crate because we were playing supply drop mm. mm-hmm. um he brought his barks down toward my deployment zone corner where i thought where like i kind of thought he might put them rather than flanking from the top toward bosk um because i deployed oh, bosk okay. like toward the top of the major offensive deployment zone um yep. And he, some bag pulls, he ended up getting, um, he ended up getting like a couple of those barks early. So my magnets were able to get some good shots on them early. Um, oh, yeah. at the end of round one, I had, I think three wounds on one bark and then maybe one or two on another. And then by the by the start of round three, all three of the barks were gone and Anakin had already taken a whole pile of suppression because he was kind of forced heat. He deployed further back than he should have, and it took him too long to get toward the center to try and contest intercept transmissions, and he just hadn't wounded any of my B1s, and, like, my Magnus had taken assorted wounds, and he never really, I never really gave him, like, the Anakin fire support opportunity that he wanted on a Magna. Like, I kind of made it, like, where there was always a Magna completely hidden behind this wall. Um, Mm -hmm. or it was like a full squad that had a dodge. So it's like he, and without the Z six, like you're not like your ceiling's a lot lower. Like, yeah, you're definitely Mm going to probably like throw like eight out there, but like, I'm going to be able to dodge one and survive. So, Mm -hmm. um, him losing the barks pretty early hurt him for sure. Because then my B ones were just like going to sit at the center. Anakin ended up charging toward the center, like turn three, and he activated him early the next round, so I was able to just withdraw the two B1s and then every other B1 and every Magna and Bosk shot at him. Um, Anakin survived a long time. Um, he survived like the he survived that round, which surprised me because he had like he, I think I shot him like eight times. Um, oh yeah. And some of them had aim, some of them didn't, but he survived. He went into the next round and he survived a bunch longer, and then Bosk ended up like getting that last wound. So what i needed boss got the bounty and then we pretty much determined at that point that that like i was gonna win because he just didn't have enough bodies to contest in the center i still had like four b1s and all three of my magnets were still alive and i could scale bosk down and use him to intercept my back transmission if i needed him to um cad we caught we were because we were playing it out for fun the last two rounds so cad kind of went like at the rest of his like core army and padme to try and get padme and like uh nimble's really good and annoying uh so i hate that (laughs) (laughs) um cad almost got padme and then uh i had played cads like one pip i think turn five yeah and i had two suppression on cad and uh he got shot at by a dc 15 squad he had four health remaining or two health remaining and Mm. he didn't have any dodges because he didn't have independent that round and i didn't have up close and personal but i was like oh he should survive this so i duck and cover and i roll uh i roll the seven defense dice i get one block 
and then I, I re-roll two of them and I get, I, I get, I'm like, all right, if I, if I get like two paint here, I survive and I didn't survive. So uh, can't trust my dice, but it was fun. I mean, that mattered. <laughs> just like, let me just try and pew pew and get my bounty and like meme, meme around the table. But you know, yeah, it was a fun game. Um, I had a good time. It was a good start to the day. Uh, immediately went into turn two, game two played against colin i play against colin a lot he's gotten a lot better um he's he was playing, <laughs> he was playing a shadow collective list uh with gar saxon three squads of mandos with gunslingers shields and offensive push and maybe transponder so they're like loaded they're gonna have tokens all the time they've got all the defensive shenanigans and then he brought five pikes with whips and a capo and uh i was blue player we were playing payload and literally he just threw all of his mandos and gar at my payload turn two and i was like uh this doesn't feel great um (laughs) however it was only two of the mandos he flanked another mando up at the top uh in like the middle of round one Mm -hmm. to where i could get a couple rps shots and bosk would be able to move in and shoot and Mm. So uh, I got, I took the R, the RPS shots, stripped tokens, and uh, and Boss was able to get a single wound in. So they're sitting on force suppression. We were playing hostile environment. He didn't have a the leader in base contact. Uh, that was like a mistake he made. He recognized he made it, and he was like, "No, he's like, I made this mistake. I'll I'll learn from it," which is great. To see. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I Boss two pipped. Uh, they were out of command range from Gar because Gar was down to the bottom. They were up at the top. So, like, there wasn't a way for him to get an order on them. So he kind of just, like, accepted that, like, well, they might die here. Uh, Bosk activated uh, after he played Reptilian Rampage because I was like, well, I can throw four more suppression on these guys before they activate. And even if I don't kill any models, like, I don't really care because they well, they were, they were like, a speed two move from the board edge. So it was like, as long as they don't rally five off, they're going to panic and run away. Which is yeah. exactly what happened. I think I did. Um, I think I did like two wounds total, and then the last two panicked, and I'm like, "Well, that felt really good," but the bottom <laughs> of the table did not feel really good because Gar and the Mandos just like came swinging at squads. I was really fortunate, and we talked about it after the game that he didn't focus fire on anything on any one thing. Gar was a single wound away from flamethrowering a B one off the table. They had a dodge. Oh, wow. That's why they survived because. He got he got seven, and they he they dodged one. They rolled six, and statistically they block one. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Um, and then he didn't finish them off with like a Mando split fire or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. The two Mando squads, one Mando squad shot at a Magna squad and did like four wounds, which was pretty uh, awful and hurt my feelings a whole lot. And then the other Mando squad shot into a different B1 that was in the open and I think did four wounds total or something like that, um, which is pretty good. It was a little statistically on average, but for him, um, and fortunate for me that I didn't kill anything. So then turn three, I kind of was like, because now everything's in like walking range of Mandos, like just move, move into, and I just tar pitted everything. I was like, this is the game now. I'm just going to tar pit everything. This payload's not moving until I kill something, so it's probably never moving because my other Magnas were near the top with Bosk, but he only had two pikes up there pushing his payload. So I was like, well, after turn two, like I moved mine turn two, and then it was like, it's never mm-hmm. moving again. 
and my terrain piece to touch was much closer than his not much a few inches which meant that mine was already at range two um after mm -hmm. the after the second move mm -hmm. and his was short so i was like oh i'm like i've just got to survive this and these two man magna squads just need to wear down these pikes eventually and boss mm -hmm. can support wherever he needs to support and um uh cad got his bomb off uh put a whole lot of suppression on pikes turns out compels really good um for pikes <laughs> <laughs> and uh i ended up cad ended up getting the bounty on the capo which was uh really great and then he conceded yep. that was like turn five because it was like now i was up uh i think i had i had three points to his none and like there was only one more turn for the payload to push because so even if like he killed uh one of my magna squads up top with those pikes um and then he tried to run one of them up but they weren't going to get there and i was one of his uh pike squads up top there was down to like one wound or something like that so it was like mm. it was going to be pretty impossible for two magna squads that still had like four minis each to not beat those pikes to death because they didn't have the aid they needed from the capo pikes need capos nearby um that's what we talked about afterwards um but it was a good game it was fun uh real bloody uh whip guys are scary he was like i'm just gonna come and mobilize everything well i don't really care i don't care if i move anymore like this is the, the game state is here and here and like if anything else moves like i would be surprised um so that was fun so uh got my first two wins on the day that felt good um and we had a lot of players uh we had a few players travel um from like virginia maryland uh, which happens a lot. Oh, nice. We get a lot of like, yeah. we get people from all over. So one of the guys who I'm familiar with, he was at PAX Unplugged last year. He was at ACO this year. I'll see him again at Nova, Nick Coleman. We got paired up because we were one of the, there were four players 2-0 at this point. Um, so we got paired up and he was playing Iden, uh, Inferno Squad, an ATSD, Cad Bane, a Dubak, a Strike Team, <laughs> And then three stormtroopers, two of them had astromechs. Jeez. Oh, so he had a lot of repair behind the ATSD, and he had uh, yeah. an Inferno and I didn't both had up close and personal, which I thought was really weird, but it did proc quite a few times. Um, because I have range two things that want to get in your face, so he's going to just shoot him back. But mm -hmm. um, I was I, <laughs> um, he ended up we ended up playing payload, and the way the table was set up, it was real bad for me because he had like a table side with a lot like better line of sight blockers and i probably mm -hmm. should have forced him to go to the other side but like i was like i gotta get my stamina up for these uh three these three round events before <laughs> nova um and he played really well like he played pretty he played really sharp i got his do back off the table turn two which well which i felt great about but i didn't feel mm -hmm. great about anything else that was happening because like i was gonna have to go through an atsd iden inferno and cad to eventually get my payload to like move toward mine. And that yeah. became kind of something that felt impossible. And I didn't move my B one horde up aggressively enough uh, turns three and four. I kind of just like move them up. I sat them kind of outside of range three of everything. Cause I was afraid of them getting shot off the table by an ATSC at range three, which I mean, mm -hmm. if he wasn't shooting it, if he's shooting at B ones, he's not shooting at Magnus. I really kind of just like, it was like a, it was a real big lapse in judgment coming from me so and he he played sharp the whole time so he took advantage of that his payload 
uh, at the end of turn in turn six, I, I had a hail Mary play where I could have like, cause Cad Cad got the bounty on Iden and Bosk maybe could have got the bounty on Cad or on hit on mm-hmm. Cad. If I'd played things differently, turn six and gotten lucky. And then maybe gotcha. I could have pushed mine up with enough bodies and stopped his, or or I'm not stopped his, but like I could have had three points and he could have had three and maybe kill points. It probably still would have went in his favor at that point, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't play aggressively enough when I should have, and uh, I lost. It was a good game. I had a good time. Got a cool yeah. uh, got a cool die out of it. Um, nice. But looking good, forward. Good learnings about. Uh... Yeah. What, what are you anything what are you changing about the list you said that you started off your i i don't think i'm not sure if i'm degenerate. gonna <laughs> i'm not sure if i'm gonna do three magnas again um i okay. kind of felt like they needed more support it felt like mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe i'll try it a few more times maybe i'll bring it to this tournament in two weeks uh, i don't yeah. know i mean it's i think it's still very good i probably just need yeah. to figure out like if i want to bid that deep or do i want upgrades on those magnets because like not having tenacity or into the fray or emergency transponder because like i'm really into emergency transponder on magnets <laughs> uh, that pro like honestly that bid probably should have been there i don't think i needed to bid mm-hmm. quite as aggressively because i think i can like uh, okay. kind of play almost every objective i don't know we'll see but it was cool. fun i had a good time I'm looking forward to my tournament in two weeks. I don't know if I'll be playing again before then. Maybe TTS. We'll see. Okay. Do we need to. What do we need to get you to help your stamina? Do we need some like protein energy bars? I need to go uh, to the gym. I need to go to the gym. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I, need to, I know what needs to happen, and I'm always reminded. Okay. And this was a reminder. Like I went into. I, you know, we had our lunch. We always do our lunch break after round two because we're civilized cool. people. i say that but we just prefer the lunch break after round two so like it sucks to like get everything set up play a game and then stop yeah yeah so we do our lunch break after round two and i i me and colin's game finished quickly because colin like we moved pretty briskly we were into round like six or almost round six and we still had 45 minutes left on the round that was awesome yeah i was like oh man i have like an hour and a half for lunch so I went and drove to like the Wawa that's down the street, got myself a nice hoagie, mm-hmm. some chips, energy drink, <laughs> and like sat there for like 45 minutes talking to like these guys that I don't get to talk to ever, like Jared yeah, and Richard yeah. and all these other guys that like, you know, we're talking about the battle forces and everything. We're having a great time. And then like, I was just like, the energy drink gave me like the sugar I needed, <laughs> like the like, oh yeah, I'm going to pretend <laughs> that I can do this. And then I'm like, uh, this feels, payload feels like a mistake here. <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't my fault i couldn't have done anything about that the way you know right. but it's like well yeah i mean i put the payload on, i put his objective token on the wrong side of the table we talked about it afterwards yeah. he's like yeah he's like i think you should have made me go that way i'm like yeah i think so too. <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah i thought so too but i didn't because uh i'm not a smart guy all the time like i said like <laughs> i'm always like you know i'm doing a lot of the organizing and like uh, doing all this painting and this terraining and all this crap and it's like but like i i really miss playing all the time and like i'm glad lately i've been able to play a lot so it's been a lot of fun that's awesome yeah but keegan what's up i have another payload story apparently yes Uh, (laughs) so i have played more payload in like the past six weeks than i think i've ever played um ever (laughs) and this is coming from uh very publicly not liking it 
Um, but yeah, ended up on payload. I, so this is my local night. Uh, played my my good buddy Don. He's he's one of our regulars. Uh, his brother actually, I think, is Gorshade, uh, who won Adepticon. Um, uh, and uh, he was. I'm still playing Anakin Padme Barks. Uh, same list I've talked about for a while. He was playing a Vader triple do triple sniper list so he got himself up to 11 activations uh with that ended up on a payload of i feel like it was rollouts maybe something like that one of those kind of kind of objectives and uh um limited viz and then i'll, I'll just kind of hit highlights here uh the, the this was a bit of a wild game we ended up with anakin invader fairly in the middle i i made I was a, I was too aggressive with Anakin and got him suppressed and got him flawed. It wasn't fatal to that. Imme- wasn't immediately fatal to him, um, but it did get him where Vader came in and closed in with him. Um, the before that happened, we kind of had the dues and the barks <laughs> in a, a standoff of the supports, uh, and it turns out that when I put enough bark fire into dues, um, they they can take wounds. And so chewed down one to one wound left. And then I think echo finished him off with a sniper shot. Um, uh, and then, uh, chewed another one with a Anakin fancy, uh, I think I aimed, moved force pushed and then triggered Padme standby with Anakin during his activation to fire support an out of cover, uh, <laughs> saber throw into the dew, which, um, felt it felt so bad that i we i talked to him for a couple minutes to make sure that that was legal uh and then i still checked with nima today (laughs) before i talked about it uh to make sure that i hadn't cheated don out of that move but uh yeah saber impact three pierce three on dubex that's a good way to handle dubex um but then i jumped anakin in to get shot and suppressed uh vader moved in flung him around a little bit but then vader left Anakin uh to go dive into my core and this is something where I'm I'm pretty proud of myself um I I've got the bulk of his army's back still walking along with the payload my payload is a little farther a little closer to uh my objective Vader's in my lines and the the impulse is to just focus on this big nasty Sith Lord who's in there and and like turn around and 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 get in on that and I I really consciously I had to do had to deal with Vader, but I really consciously made myself think about what's the objective play. How do I keep my payload moving or stop his as, as they're intersecting? And that and that was really crucial to me ultimately winning the game because Anakin went down, Vader went down, um, Vader got Vader got down a one wound, and then I backhanded him with a clone commander, which I'm pretty proud of. <laughs> and, uh, but I but I was out of force users, so all of my normal tricks are are gone. Uh, I'd move Padme out of a position. I arguably made a real, real unforced error with her. I, I got greedy trying to take a sharpshooter two pierce shot at range two when I should have just kept her tokens supplying. Um, but it came down to a, a gunfight. And at that point, it was really about doggedly remembering what is the objective. It's about moving the payloads. It's about stopping his. Um, and we got to turn six. And it was, I think, four units on four or five units. Uh, and I just was able to, I fire supported a Padme shot to wipe a unit and I fire supported, I think a echo shot 
to wipe a unit, uh, like a close in echo shot to wipe a unit. And it was just partial fire sports. Like the Padme shot was three that <laughs> he choked the Z six. So it was three clones. And the, uh, the other one was with fives and one other guy on a five. So not a ton of dice compared to my traditional fire sports, but enough with the added keywords, just leveraging that stuff, stripping up my activations for that round out down to two. Um, but doing it to trade, trade the, uh, trade the unit. So real fun time. Vader dues is, can be really oppressive. Uh, if when they get in there and i was i i, I was able to use some of the terrain to make it so it, he kind of had to trickle him in uh so i could beat up on him on the way uh but just continued reinforcement of keep my barks together <laughs> keep them keep them together and keep them back so that the threat saturation with the rest of the army happens and so they can't get um it, it has to be a choice to to pick on them so uh, awesome time great always good to play with don uh, and and looking forward to the the next round locally, but awesome. we are at a especially long cast. So, are we going to do an abbreviated version of Hell Keegan Win Nova today? Yeah, I think we can do that. The people uh, yeah. stuck around this long, they might as well. Yeah, here. yeah. yeah so I, th- I think yeah. we can hit hit this in a quick like five ten minutes because I think, so I think it's probably yeah. intertwined. Um, mm-hmm. We've I think we've done a good job over the last I'll say two months of the episode specifically and then just kind of like our general conversations of defining what are we expecting to see at these major events how do these yeah. units interact and such and our two big new ones are going to be the, the new shadow collective stuff right mm-hmm. so i think so we've got like mall pike spam where it's like mall i'm just gonna use two list examples you yeah. do like mall three capos and then five disruptors five to six Ugh. disruptors <laughs> oh it's, it's real it's real dumb um and then you can also do like like Nick and I played at the local event, uh, we ended up both playing against Colin uh, with Gar, triple super commandos, and like five whips and a capo. So at least, and I think Nick kind of talked about this a little bit, um, yep. like Colin threw his mandos super far forward. And mm-hmm. the the list with those two, at least especially, starts out pretty oppressive. Um, everything on that table has one to two dodges. Everything has mm-hmm. one to two shields, and they're regenerating shields, and they're regenerating dodges, etc. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to pick what to shoot at. Nick made a comment that he he was able to like isolate one of the mandos and suppress it down, and I I ended up doing the exact same thing in my game, and then I dove my wookies <laughs> into the other ones. Yeah. But I was able to use like the ranged wookies and and Cassian to like kind of s- slow down one of the others and pick gotcha. it off from there. So I, I think the big thing with pikes is when you pick your target, you need to isolate it and you need to kill it. Okay. Um, kind of like you talked about with B1s, where you might feel like you're taking some shots that aren't super ideal, and they're probably mm-hmm. not. But yeah. like the dodge is going to come back next turn, and gotcha. the danger sense is going to be there next turn, and you'll have both, and you've got the aid. So when you make the commitment to shoot something, you have to follow through on the plan. You can't be wishy-washy. Gotcha. gotcha. I like that. At least in my opinion. Yeah, pikes yeah. are turning out to be really good. We were talking about that during the lunch break. Like, <laughs> why are you taking, like, ah... I almost feel like, why would you take Black Suns when you can just take more pikes? They're just so, freaking cheap. I think the answer to that is um, because they do just as many dice mods, but theirs are offensive for the Black Suns. Mm. So Got you it. can also run Maul, two Black Sun Capos, and six Scatter Guns, for example. Wow. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is all, this is all really possible. Yeah. And you yeah. can fit a bid, and you don't sacrifice any upgrades, and you have Cunning. So you're doing this and you're aiding your Black Suns to get their aims. So now they're coming in with aims. They're coming in with Dauntless, so you're not going to stop them because Maul's Courage 3 is a commander. 
and you're going to get hit by six scatter guns that are also, oh, by the way, red saves. So you've got 45 effective wounds before you factor and dodge and cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems kind of good. Um, so I think that's <laughs> going to be something very similar where, especially with the Black Suns, and that same argument holds true for the, for like the Magnet instead of the, uh, like the grenade guys instead of the scatter sure. gun. Obviously, sure. it doesn't have the pierce at the end, but it keeps the blast. Right. Um, and with the Magnet, you probably have the, the foot soldier as well. So it's even more wounds. But like mm-hmm. when you start to shoot something, you need to kill it yeah. because it's dice mods for its aims are coming back next turn. It's dauntless mm-hmm. will still be there. And we talked about the, uh, the heavy response stormtroopers earlier in the episode mm-hmm. episode where you basically just have like two free wounds before you start losing anything mm-hmm. uh, because you're at the range four. they, they work very similarly. They're heavily backloaded. So if you chip down, you know, three to four squads, you haven't really done anything. Yeah. And you've got to, you've got to kill something. Yeah, I think that's going to be good to remember. Are we? Do you think we're going to see mixed armies? We talked kind of Maul Pike or Mando Pike, or I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see them. I'm not. If we're talking Nova, I think we're going to see a lot of mixed armies in that regard for Shadow Collective. This is just a theory, but I think for LSO we might see a little bit more spam style because people will like rush to get their pikes done or rush to get their Black Suns done. And they have an idea that they've been wanting to try for a while. So yeah, that's that that's my theory for LSO, at least. But I think Nova will see a lot more mixing. Maybe like four Pike, two Black Sun, etc. Like when I get my Black Sun, when I get to some Black Sun, which I don't know when I'm doing that, um, I have a list <laughs> that I want to try that's like, it's like four Pikes, two Capos, one Vigo, two Enforcers with scatter guns and the extra mm. guy, and then Maul. It's 10x. It's like, yeah, yeah it's like you can yeah. comfortably yeah. get because of being able to take three cheap commanders. You can comfortably get to yeah. 10x with like heavy weapon core and ball. It's like comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You have room. Yeah. And that's that's a good little point to mention. I, I know I was initially kind of down on the Shadow Collective forces when they first announced. And then they came out with the org chart where you can have like four total operatives and commanders. Yeah. And I remember specifically talking like this is going to be a problem because they don't have any filler well their filler are the commanders yeah yeah i didn't i didn't think that their commanders that you know are are aiding in this regard and all that <laughs> stuff were going to be the filler um, yep. but now that that's out there and that's in the wild like these guys are terrifying i yep. mean i can't imagine playing I, I guess i can imagine playing like four capo armies with like six pikes and just like it's so many tokens it's so much vigilance it's so yeah yeah uh yeah like instead of malt take the a5 tactician but yeah, th- I think it's going to just fall more into like we talked about the Rebel DLTs and the B1s, like sell target priority. Yeah. Um, and then this this is going to sound weird, but like <laughs> positioning doesn't matter because they're just going to be swamped with tokens. Sure. So if you've got your pikes out there, like your opponent can just put their pikes wherever they want. It doesn't matter if they have cover. It doesn't matter if they're in cohesion because they're sitting here with danger sense and two to three dodges. Mm-hmm. So you might not be able to like use the terrain to force a bad shot because there's no such thing as a bad shot. Yeah. Or, sorry. You might not be able to use the terrain to like force an open shot because there's no such thing as an open shot, at least right, for the, the it, first one to two. Yeah. After a certain point, mathematically, of course, it's different, but after a certain point, I'm just rolling for crits anyways. Yeah. Uh, well, and they can dodge crits because right. they have SA built in. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It's really, it's really <laughs> stupid. Um, but like it's it's a fact so we just you'll have to figure out like how much is the appropriate amount of firepower to to pick on them i played a wookie list at the tournament yesterday i ended up 
dropping after the second round with some back pain. Mm-hmm. But like the Wookiees kind of did enough because I could at least hit them with a ranged Wookiee and Cassian to like at least pick off a model or two. And then mm-hmm. at least I'm kind of safe in melee. And if my yep. Wookiees are immobilized when they're already in melee, like I'm already there. That makes sense. Makes sense. So they, um, it, the super commandos did fold to melee because they can't use their shields. Oh, sure. So I'm, I'm not sure. I stepped away for a minute if Nick was able to get his, his Magna Guards in, in melee with the black or with the super commandos. I got the one in. Yeah. Yeah, and and it kind of falls apart like a regular Mando at that point because you don't have all the extra shields. <laughs> yeah, stuff. the one that I did Tarpit did still have shields, and I was like, which one of these has their shields? And he's like, this one. I'm yeah. like, okay, Magno, go there because <laughs> like now yeah, your I'm shields. This one. And it's <laughs> like they don't they don't have any way to disengage, so it's like, well, right. they're either wasting an activation to leave, and I'm just gonna tie them back up again, or yeah, gotcha. it was just like everything, swatting everything. Yeah, yeah. and they're pretty good at punching because they're too black a piece, but mm-hmm. but yeah. So gotcha. I think that's that'll be like our prevailing theme for LSO is focus fire. Gotcha. If there's a if there's if I'm facing Mando's with shields, is it worth an echo pot shot to try to get uh to try to make a burn shield on the way in? So in my opinion, yes. I was doing mm-hmm. that with Cassian with his okay. sniper. Is I like I knew it wasn't going through, but I knew mm-hmm. it was flipping a shield. Right. And I thought at that point, like the shield has to get spent eventually, right? Right. Right. So I, I felt like that was the right choice. Um, okay. That's a, obviously a sample size of one. Um, yeah. But it, yeah. it was effective and it did advance the plan. So I, I would give it a shot if, like, I wouldn't expose Echo to the. I mean, actually, right. in Echo yeah. specifically, you might want to do that because the pikes are just going to dodge him no matter what. Yeah. Because he doesn't yeah. have high velocity. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, extra long episode, so I think we'll wrap. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling confident this is our last uh, episode before we're down at LSO. Next time we talk, I'm, I'm imagining we'll be after LSO. So. I would think so. I'm going to be yeah. exhausted. I have like a 4 a.m. flight coming home that morning, so yeah, it's we'll probably, probably going to be a little delay. We might swap in an extra TZL that week to uh, to do a delay on our Legion 99 <laughs> recap. <laughs> if, if you don't mind. <laughs> next episode, next episode, we're going to have uh, recapping LSO, recapping uh, critical hit, next critical hit tournament, and recapping uh, the real mini stream. Is mini stream again the next uh, weekend? Yeah. Before LSO. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. That's exciting. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do an episode next week then. Yeah. Yeah. We might do it early. Ooh. We'll figure it out. That actually. Yeah. I need. That's I need to look at. Yeah. We'll take a look. Um, I like it. Cool. I like it. Welcome I also, to our planning process, everybody. Yeah. We just shout is, random shit until something. Yeah. I also good. like this yeah. eleven activation. Th- this is literally it. <laughs> I also like this eleven activation black sun list I just made with four capos and A five and six loaded pikes. <laughs> oh, Nova, here I come. I did come up with a five zero first list that I'm feeling happier about for after Nova. This is probably uh, better than that, though. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was uh, putting stance on Anakin instead of uh, into the fray. Uh, stance, stance choke, oh, yeah. CC initiative, uh, and then enforce push, of course. And then the command cards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm, I'm gonna try it once without his two pip, because uh, I, I like uh, leaders of the foe first into heroes of the Clone Wars into this is where the fun begins. Uh, then he's charged up with enough stuff. Uh, and then I've got tactical planning. I've got uh, two more one pips and a tactical planning to probably finish off. I think that's the right, the right setup. So, and I think with that, we yep. will run for the uh, for the day. We will probably talk to everybody next week. Um, but if not, yeah. we'll see you if guys not, down enjoy, at enjoy whatever TZL we come up with. <laughs> and come come find me for a drink at the bar. I'm sure I'll be there at some point. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> see everybody. 
see ya.